Hey y'all, this is Deidre, and this is Lauren, and this is the Kitty Whispers podcast. While researching the best hosting sites for our podcast, Anchor was the main platform that stood out to us. It is free to use, easy to navigate, and you can actually record and edit your content all in one place. Anchor allows you to set subscriptions and sponsorships so you can monetize your podcast as your listeners list grows. If you're in the process of starting a podcast like ours and don't know where to start, try Anchor. We have enjoyed using Anchor as our hosting site, and we think you will too. Meow, meow. Blow smoke right up our rears. I'll wear a dress. Hey y'all, this is Deidre. And this is Lauren. And this is Kitty Whispers. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Episode three. Well, three we have some two. Retakes. Yeah, well, yes, definitely have retakes. <laughs> However, we're still trying to get the max situation ironed out. And we want to get we want to bring you guys the best listening experience. hundred percent possible. And sometimes it's you know, we're still working on that. So, Lauren and I are having a self-care Sunday. Self-care Sunday. And we decided to do some recording and do some sheet mask and we, all the things. All the things. So, we were reading the uh, outside. And I don't know if y'all, you know, male and, and female ladies, though, when you're looking at and picking out a sheet mask, like, what is your unicorn sheet mask, Deidre? Hydration. I want one that's hydrating, tightening. I like that word. I like the word like uh, glowing or, yeah. you know, any of those things. But I know my face isn't going to be glowing when I take that thing off. Girl, you just got to believe in the positive. <laughs> like that's, I'm looking at that. I'm like, that's going to do something great. Well, and also what I was just telling Lauren, they need to make the dang holes bigger on the sheet mask in the mouth area. I know that sounds perverted, but it's only for eating purposes. She wants to eat popcorn I was and bananas. Eat popcorn and it wasn't happening. And bananas. Because the hole was too small. But have you, know. you had any bananas lately, Deidre? Um, figuratively figure figuratively or literally? All all of the ways. I have a banana once a day in my shake. Oh, I like that. What do you put in your shake? What does healthy Deidre look like? So in the morning I do a shake. I've been doing a shake because I do need to lose about 10 to 15 pounds. Um, you do not, but like, I like that you have goals. I so. know. My goal is to lose about 10 to 15 pounds. So because, I'm supportive of her goals, but I also don't think she needs to. So. Well, I mean, I feel fine, but I am heavier now than I ever have been, but. I know that's just a part of getting older. But you're also older. 33 and your body shifts at that, at that I age. I know, Speaking but... from your elder... <laughs> I'm happy I was with the where hottest I'm at. I've ever been at 33. 33 is the hottest year of my life. No, and I feel like I, I look good, but I do know I could lose some weight because my clothes are feeling a little snugger. And yeah, but you got. I just know I can do a little better. Vote it. At 29 and 33, yeah. Though and 34, I was banging. I mean, I if you want to say that to describe me, I'll accept it. But I felt really comfortable in my skin. Yeah. 
right now, you know, it's a weird thing. You mentioned that. I, I feel like that's another part of what we could talk about as far as like self-acceptance and that pressure mm -hmm. that you feel. I was having a mm -hmm. conversation with a, a professional and personal friend of mine and she's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, tight little body, beautiful things happening with her. She's had two kids and she takes great care of herself. And she, yet she was even talking about the pressures of like, what we were growing up in in the Victoria's Secret era of like Kate Moss, super skinny, like yeah. like tight little body, like all the things that that was that was what our uh, standard of beauty was. Mm -hmm. And it, and I feel like nowadays I do understand that there's extremes to everything, but I feel like we've tried to make as a culture more of a conscious effort of being aware that what beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. A hundred percent. They're so much better about like having more plus size models, yeah. average size models. Like that's yeah. what you need to see. And honestly, when I'm looking, when I am purchasing clothes, Express is one of the main places I that I buy. I loved Express. Love Express. Now I've noticed when they have an article of clothing, they have three different models article, like modeling that piece of clothing. That. Because I'm like, okay, I'm more shaped like this person and they tell me what she's wearing. Yeah, exactly. And I like that. Because we're not too. all a size zero. No, I was having that conversation too. It's just like, you know what, as, and I tell my daughters, I'm a mother of, of two girls, mm -hmm. preteens, and, you know, being able to accept yourself, the earlier they can do that, the better. And we were kind of taught like to hold ourselves to this different standard mm -hmm. versus now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I am so grateful that it is there because it, it's true. Our bodies change. We grow, we change, yep. we evolve. You have kids, you have psycho exes and knee blowouts and crazy things happen you have thyroid like whatever it may be mm -hmm. you have various things that occur in your right. life but you have to be accepting of where you are and the earlier that they could do that and find that foundation i feel like the better off they would be yeah and sure. uh you know express is one of those brands even i remember one of my first jobs i that the first time i could ever buy myself clothes it was at express yeah i i mean i've always shopped there i love it but and I love White House Black Market too, but that's like growing up. I used to love White House shit. Black Market. Um, I haven't shopped there in a while, but yeah, all the things. Anyway, so I was talking about possibly needing to lose some weight. So I've been trying to get a little better about what I eat. Oh, yeah. You were going to talk about your shake. Yeah. So I do um, like a gladiator protein, uh, the gladiator protein from Smoothie King. Apparently it's pretty high in protein, low cal. Then I do like a scoop of peanut butter, banana that's been frozen, and an oat milk and it's really good sounds great i've gotten to where i like i crave it in the morning though i used to do that with shakes like i love certain ones just yeah. repetitive i almost like it i need to go get like a vanilla protein powder so then i can kind of switch things up maybe do some different i like fruit, to do but... uh like tropical fruit uh, yep. pineapple or uh see and i'm more of like a with a banana but frozen banana is key and you can yeah. just do how you can do you don't even have to do that much for some reason in the mornings i want more of the filler smoothie like the chocolate so, and the peanut butter i always like to throw peanut butter in but there freshness wise like if i'm just drinking one in the drinking one in the day middle of the day i want like a fresh like fruit refreshing smoothie yeah i love but, that well what'd you do this weekend I did not do much. Um, I went and saw some family in East Texas, and ow, ow. that was really wonderful uh, and much needed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very thankful for that. And then I 
really yesterday I did not do much. I was going to see Young Buck and that didn't exactly play out, but I feel like that's actually was to a benefit. He got to spend time with family and I got to lay around my house and watch shows and do chores and uncheck and unplug from my work life. I feel like I'm so plugged into constantly working right now that it was, it was nice. Oh, good. He also was so cute earlier and sent like, <laughs> like cutest little He text. was. He sent like a really sweet text and I told Lauren she needed to send the melting melting emoji. I was like, <laughs> what? She was like, just like she read this text and goes, oh my God, that's so cute. You need to send back the melting emoji. And I was like, what? I will honestly say I've never sent anyone the melting emoji. So do better. Yeah, better, but I did. I sent that in the kitty uh, love eyes, and he just sent back a kiss face. So yeah. that's cute. So he's, cute. He's doing. He's, he's doing okay. good. I he, listen. I don't even know what it is or what is happening there. I don't even know if there's like genuine. It's just fun. Yeah, like I, of course, just fun. But I'm saying, like, from his perspective, like I don't even know what that is. But I'm appreciative. Yeah. So I came to the conclusion this weekend that I entertain jokers. I do. I entertain the attention of certain men knowing good and well it is going to go nowhere. I think it's purely entertainment factor for me. Um, One of the guys, um, we're going to call him Mr. Rebound. Okay. Uh, Ooh, is that his introduction name? He's a guest yeah. coming up for our Halloween yeah. episode. So our he'll be on our ghosting episode because, you know, there's different phases of ghosting and we'll talk more in depth on that. Um, but he is one of those people that, you know, they disappear, they reappear. They rise from the dead. They're zombies. Basically. Yeah. So. So Mr. Rebound. Mr. Rebound guy. Are we going to introduce him as that? Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love all of this. We're going to call him Mr. Rebound. He'll come on as Mr. Rebound. He said he is fully on board with doing the ghosting episode with us because he's going to give male perspective and then he's going to explain to us why why he feels that he has poor communication skills. I cannot wait. He's either over the top with his communicating. I wouldn't say over the top, but he's either like all on debt, all on hands on tech when communicating or not, not at all. And We're so he is a hundred percent one of the ones that I entertain. Right. But I know in my heart at this point that it's, it's not, not going to go you. anywhere. I did care about him deeply for at one point, but um, yeah, he just. Do you know who this reminds me of? Let me down too many times. Do what? you know who this reminds me of? Who? Mr. Racecar. <laughs> he, I think we're going to change his name to Dramatics <laughs> because the level of dramatics we received from him as far as his response to episode two well, yeah. was let me, outrageous. Let, let me kind of say one of the things that he was upset about was that I did not give the history of. So I'm going to accurately give you. I mean, does he even deserve that? Air, no, just Tom. no for a moment. For a moment. Okay. We're gonna come on here and we're gonna speak about <laughs> current things <laughs> that are accurate and happening to us in this moment. It does not always mean that we're gonna be able to give the full reference of who this person is in our life ahead of time that hurts 
maybe it hurts their feelings or their emo- emotions. Part of Deidre and I's hope is that as you guys listen, they all will learn more about us and we don't always have to fill you in on who, what, when, and where for every single person that is being discussed. He was one of those. Your toes look really cute. Oh, thanks. I did that yesterday too. That That's was the fun. other thing I did. I gave myself a little pedicure. It's just self-care weekend. Got Halloween nails, trying the matte pointer finger. Sorry, I distracted you. You Thank can go you. back to oh, saying what you were saying. I'm just commenting on toes. She just wanted to say I had cute toes. Yeah. For any of you out there with pee fetish. But anyway, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's not wrong. Oh, okay. Any, ew, that mud. Anyway. Stop. So, so <laughs> back, to this, back to it. He was a good friend. But he also was not, like, it was very rigid. It was... He would listen to me sometimes, but he was very opinionated. And the Aries man did not believe in that. Mm. He, my ex had a big problem with him and he was very understanding throughout that and remained my friend. But we've never been physical. We've never even kissed. And he'll ask me out and then he'll either blow me off or be busy or I'm busy. But like there's not been a lot of effort there as far as like actually seeing each other but we've absolutely have spent a lot of time talking Mm -hmm. and we've gotten to know each other pretty intimately through that and we both have been on this self-awareness journey of like therapy but can i pause you there for just a second yes he is lacking in self-awareness when it comes to him thinking his time is all that matters. And that was the point. That was that was what we were discussing. That I hope for you that listened to episode two, it wasn't so much about being a derogatory about the person. Deidre and I both strive to be positive, self-aware individuals. We are not out there trying to be male bashers or hate on individuals. It's more, I think we both come from the place of understanding that it is actions And that that is sometimes like I can be very disappointed in your actions, but it doesn't change that I care about you or see potential in who you are as a person. And if y'all feel that way, like I feel like maybe this would hopefully open your eyes that people are multifaceted. People are capable of doing and being many, many things. And you know, I was disappointed that he did. I woke up to the most, I literally, Taylor Swift's, it's 7 a.m. Like, you need to calm down. Like, that was repeating in my brain. I think he even showed you what he said. And you loved, what was your favorite part of my message to him about? She goes, it's way too early for this. And it was. Like, honestly, I was laughing out loud. L- like, looking at his novel responses and and basically chewing Lauren out because he thought he was painted in a bad light. And I'm like, first of all, no one knows who you are. Second of all, he was pissed that I had an opinion because he was like, you were just gassing up your friend to talk crap about me. No, she wasn't. You gassed me up because you're a dipshit idiot. And... <laughs> Well, and then he and said, we talking, and then he said, you allowed her. And I said, yeah, I don't allow her. To I'm a do grown anything. ass woman. She doesn't have to allow me to do anything. And I have my own opinion. That is the most wonderful we thing. We were talking yeah. about male entitlement. You, for some reason, think that your time is more valuable than my friends. And we were discussing how that is frustrating to us. We're not addressing the fact that, oh, you've been a good friend and all that. Yeah, cool. A lot of my male friends are great friends. Do they do things to piss me off sometimes? Yeah. But in that moment, we weren't talking about you being a great friend. We were talking about you only caring about your 
time. Well, and it took me like one of his big points was that I he's like, you didn't discuss that, you know, I see on the phone with you and talked about your whole, you know, transition in your workspace. And we talked through that. And I was like, no, but what you did do was you made the assumptions that your time was more valuable than mine mm-hmm. without even knowing what I had going on in my life. It 100%. wasn't until I even had to lay out what was going on in my life to justify why I was offended was and it was after the fact and i and so you know yes so anyone i hope that y'all continue to listen we are going to share things that are frustrating to us in those moments and things that maybe like rub us the wrong way it doesn't always speak to exactly what our relationship or back history is yeah with those things but and it's not about male bashing but can you or or female bashing or any honestly this could have been in regards to a friend like i have removed people from my life that we had plans and then they flake all the time. I don't even consider you a friend if you, if that's your behavior. So it's not just males that do it. Right. It's, it's everybody and it's friendships across the board. And I think that that's one of the most valuable things that Deidre and I have is mutual respect Mm -hmm. for each other across the board. It doesn't matter if we're busy, if it's, we're busy because we need self-care Sunday, if we're busy because we are overloaded with work or whatever it may be. Um, and we don't always 100% be like, even though we think a lot of the same things at the same time, we actually do like we're, there's a difference there, but there's Mm -hmm. a mutual respect for each other and the place that we are in and constantly kind of checking in. Right. Well, cause you know, life happens and you know, Lauren and I are very open with each other. If any of us, either one of us is having just a week where you're just not in the mood and you don't want to do anything, but you committed to some plans. Like I can easily call her and say, Hey, like, I'm just really not feeling like doing anything. And she's like, Oh, that's fine. No big deal. I'm the same way. You treat people the way you want to be treated. I'm not going to rip you a new asshole. If you cancel our dinner plans, because half the time I'm excited that you did. And not you in particular, no, but I'm, like, I'm just preach. saying in general. No, but in general, yeah. Yeah. Like, but And that's that's the flip coin to... But it's different when it's a date. It's different whenever... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the difference whenever... That's the other side of the coin. Whenever you make plans, our time is precious just like yours. Yeah. We don't care if you cancel, but it's about being respectful and saying, hey, I know you may be busy too, or letting someone know ahead of time so they can make other plans. Exactly. Don't act like, oh, my time's the only one that matters and you're not as busy as I am. Like those are comments that don't even need to be made. Right. And, and then, you know, for him to turn around and I'd already said, look, you already made your point. He blocked us He or blocked me said that we're not friends anymore, that I was highly disrespectful. And we How just, old is this man? 38. <laughs> and <laughs> I had to think about it. Dramatics. But it was, you know, that's the thing for everyone listening. Y'all may be like, wow. Like he was like, I can't believe you're going on air and you're talking about your sex life, which first of all, I don't feel like I really have. We skimmed the surface. We 100% have not dove into that, but... We're not saying that we won't either. This is what a podcast is. We're being transparent. This is the reason, like we are transparent with each other. This is the reason why we have good relationships. And this is what we're going to do to build relationships with our listeners is be transparent. Authentically ourselves. And that is, that is actually one of the best advice that I've ever gotten in my life. My dad said to me, if your bills are paid, your daughters are taken care of, and you're handling business 
I don't care what you do with your time off. Exactly. Like, uh, like go ham. He's like, do it. Live the most. Do you all go, the things. Do all the things. As long as your priorities are taken care of, then, yeah. I, then, and that is how I operate. So we want everyone while we can, while we appreciate opinions, mm -hmm. because y'all are presumably coming at us from a place of love and care and concern. Mm -hmm. All of those things are, are wonderful, but they are actually not like they are, don't also be offended if we don't change the course of our action because we don't feel motivated yeah, because that's no. your opinion. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, my closest friends and family are going to share their opinions and, oh, I don't think you should do this. And, oh, I don't think you should do that. But at the end of the day, I'm just saying what everyone else is thinking. I'm just doing what everybody else is doing a little, just a little more publicly because Lauren and I are discussing it to normalize things. But at the end of the day, like, that's, we, that's it. That's who we are. But it's not we're just still that, respectable. That's, we also know that's who you are. Yeah. That's who you are. That's who you are. Every You're single... just more private about it. And that's fine. I've always been an open but book. I want nothing more than to be able to normalize the fact of one being a human, mm -hmm. a human, 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 and be able to normalize the fact that I am a wonderful mother. I am so great at what I do for a living. Yeah. You are so great at what you do for a living. Thank you. You are a fantastic family member and aunt and Thank all you. the things. I love my babies yeah. above all else. I try to water my foundation and like mm -hmm. do all the things. I'm trying to be better about that, right? Like I'm doing the we're all we doing do the what best we need we to can. do. We're all to doing. survive. We do what we need to do to survive and make ends meet. But at the end of the day, we're gonna enjoy our lives. And it's trying to find, yes, and it's trying to find the transition between just surviving, like most of us, to turn that into thriving. I've spent a lot of my time trying to make it. Mm -hmm. I now have reached a certain point in age and time and place in my life and the moments that have brought me here that I am no longer going to try to make excuses or understandings and try to just figure it out. I want to enjoy it. I want to be able to own it. I want to say maybe I'm carrying around 15 extra she pounds wants to enjoy the fruits of her labor. Yeah. But both of us, like, you know, yep. maybe we're carrying around 15 extra pounds. You know what? I ain't had anybody complain yet. It's called work-life balance. Yes. And, and that's important. And having boundaries with those that think that their opinions bring too highly in your life. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you do care about them. I care about these people. I care about race car, but you know what? Race car wants to say, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, I don't care. You want to bye. 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 Boy. Bye. Right. Boy. Bye. Boy. Bye. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Nothing's ever really happened in three <laughs> years. <laughs> Glad we could talk each other through therapy. I mean, yeah. like whatever. And he wants to be all, I think he was just butthurt over young buck, which I mean, he is. He was, uh, listen, the level of dramatics was crazy. Not only did he type her some novels, he also followed that up with multiple voice memos. And okay. That's fine. And can We're I gonna just not no, give no, him much no, no, more no, time, but, but the voice memos, they repeated what he typed. 
And I had already set the boundary and said, I don't want to hear it. I appreciate that's where you're coming yeah. from. He knows that my psychotic, and I'm sorry if y'all know me in real life and maybe you don't know the full story. Let's sit down for coffee one day. Mm -hmm. The man put me through so much of a traumatic, like PTSD. Ex did. My ex did. And, uh, and she would... PTSD from yeah. leaving me voicemails where I cannot have a say so or interjection. I have, you're forcing me to listen with like, that is the definition of male entitlement, mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then to do that to me, it's just so rude. It's yeah, so weird. rude and nasty. It was. <laughs> knock it off so we're over you but we also want y'all to understand the rest of you that we just both of us we're in this place we're in a mono transition but we are growing and evolving and loving and appreciating where we are it's yep. not always going to be a, a negative thing but it is just about having some level of like commonality that mm -hmm. says you know what let's normalize being a female and being true to ourselves yep a hundred percent Yepers. So thank you that. for your opinion. Um, yeah. So we got a few, uh, well, we got one negative feedback from him. Um, everything else that we've been getting as far as feedback from friends and family have been wonderful. And other listeners that I don't know personally have reached out to us on Facebook and it has been. Oh, I love it. So nice. And they're like, recommending we want to be podcast. friends with you too. Uh, yes. We're going to create a Kitty Whispers community. We want maybe all one the day kitties. it'll get big enough to where we can have like a fun little meet and greet. Um, We'd love but, to have a kitty update and hear from you guys. And yeah. we want to know what's going on with y'all. Yeah, all listening send to? us your kitty update at hello at kittywhisperspodcast .com because if it's a good one, we'll read it we'll on the share podcast. It. But um, yeah, it's just we did get like a one star review, which we know who that came from. <laughs> maybe negative nelly but um he that's just, okay that's right. maybe we'll just get maybe we'll get so many five-star reviews it'll just like cancel we would that love one out if yeah if you disagree give us a five star yes if you haven't already subscribe give us five stars leave us a review do all the things because the more that y'all do that the better we'll be. The better. Oh, yeah. We're we just strive to please. Blow smoke right up our rears. I'll wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Is that inappropriate? We will love it. But um, love all of that. I yeah. love all of that. I love you. Thank you for being my friend. Oh, I've, you know what? We're so appreciative. Mm -hmm. Do we and, have a jerk of the week this week? Uh, jerk of the week. I wrote down oh so many. Because mm -hmm. there are some things that we cannot discuss at this moment. Yeah, I don't really have any like. But I think that it would actually be somebody who, because you continue to be authentic with yours, our jerk of the week mm -hmm. is any person who stands in opposition of you or I or her standing true to ourselves, doing what we feel like is best for us, and being able to continuously move forward. And even if it's not along with their opinion of how you should be if you're not fitting their box <laughs> even if you came out of it just kidding. i'm not actually but yes you just you know what it's you let people be the best versions of themselves let yeah. people be honest and true to them and if you're against it or you have a problem with it because you've not made any action, but you're upset that somebody else is laying it down, like, that's not my problem. Yeah. Agreed. What's our positive takeaway? 
Well, um, what shows? Fuck them. Well, yeah. If they're not fucking you, feeding you, or paying your bills, then I don't think that their opinion matters. Yeah, it doesn't. But are you um, watching or reading anything? That's <laughs> really aggressive for that. Are you watching or reading anything? Um, Shawnee can take out the last part. It didn't ring as good. Yeah, it did. Mm. It was fine. I agreed. I agree. The watch, I'm world. currently watching. Uh, we're currently watching. Yeah, the House we both of the are Dragon. watching House of the Dragon. Uh, and we're watching Tummy Lies. I did start watching that. And let me let me tell you, I was texting Lauren while watching House of the Dragon. And I'm sorry if I'm gonna spoil. We this. hope if you're, you're eating. Yeah. It, well, if you're eating or if you're if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Obviously, the dad dies. Spoiler. Oh yeah. Spoiler. But dragon. I was texting Lauren, and I'm like, my God, like, can you imagine the smell of that man? Oh. Like, can you imagine what smell that was eliminating from his body? His face. Oh, his, his face was like rotting. His mouth, his teeth smell, looked rotten, and his little wifey's like it smell like fish. I mean, I think it would have smelled worse than that. It would have smelled worse than NFL Super Bowl man. Super Bowl man's pee pee smell. <laughs> and I'm texting Lauren, and I'm like, she's sitting there, like, like about two inches from his face, having a conversation with him. And I know he that stinks. Shit stinks. He's probably he just smelled. Like, he was you know, rotten like from the inside like out. Rotty, smelly flesh. No, I've never sm- I'm not. I've never <laughs> walked into Dahmer's apartment, no, but, but I can imagine that, that it made me wa- smell Yes, it. yes. And I text Lauren. I'm like, why do I feel like he smells really Ew. bad? <laughs> so bad. Also, I'm watching Tell Me Lies. Um, and the patient. Did you watch this week's patient? I don't know if I have the- or not. Oh, I think Lord. I did. Okay. I think I yes, I did. I did. I did. I did. It's getting good. I mean, I'd have already kicked his ass and gotten out of there, but that's just me. Maybe. I'd have clawed my way out. I and then Tell I, Me I Lies. Know. Tell Me Lies. There is a show, though, that my mom started on Netflix, and I think it just came out. And I think after this, I want to start it. It's called The Watcher. I think I watched that. You did? It is looks kind of spooky. No, no, no. This is like modern day Oh, The Watcher. No. I it has not. a few actors from Nine Perfect Strangers on it, okay. which Nine Perfect Strangers was on Hulu. Do you know what I've been watching on Hulu? What? Better Things. Better Things. I'm loving it. She is What me. is that about? I am her. She is a single mom. She has three daughters. I only have two, but she's kind of like, she has it together, but she's kind of a shit show. I need to start that. And I have I so feel many like shows. I watch her. And her mom is present, but a psychopath. Not real, a real psychopath. This all like, sounds very familiar. And I, I mean, there's a couple differences. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she's just trying to get it in every once in a while. And everyone keeps interfering. Like real life. And I just, I've been binging it. And I'm loving it. I want to watch it. Um, I just started November 9 by Colleen that. Hoover. No, no, no. It's a book. Oh. By Colleen Hoover. I'm not reading it. I'm listening to you it. You need to get her on here. Colleen Hoover. Listen, you listen, Colleen. You are from her home. You're probably not listening. Maybe I can talk to Amy, your cousin, and her give me the hookup. But yes, you're from Solver Springs. I love you so much. 
I feel like we would have a lot in common. So many of our listeners listen to you or read your books and have been saying things to us. I'm obsessed with mention. you and, and your brain. I want to know. No, hundred percent. You should be scared, but <laughs> you could do, you could do a phone in interview. No, I'm actually very normal. I li- I mean, I live in, my, my parents still live in Silver Springs. I was just there this weekend. Actually, I will come and just, maybe I might stand outside your house until you're friends with me. I don't know. Well, you might call the police and say there's like, a crazy like red hat. I would just feel like we are on like one side feeling optimistic about us getting her on there. And then now on the other side. <laughs> no, like, oh, Colleen one. is fun and funny and all the things. <laughs> so I feel like she'd be less threatened by a crazy redhead trying maybe. to be your friend. Are redheads rare? <laughs> yeah, my sweet mom. Good Lord. So I posted a new profile picture. In She's honor, hot. in honor She's of spooky so season, I had like my Hocus Pocus shirt on, which I'm just going to put it out there. Hocus Pocus 2 sucked big ones. I am very disappointed in all of you that partook in the making of that movie <laughs> and that you allowed that it. Midler, listen. That Midler, I love you. I am one of your biggest fans. But the fact that you allowed it to turn into some weird musical Disney show blew my mind old now i don't care if they're old it should have been 10 times better because they're old they like should it should have done have been, it 10 years ago they should have no it should have just been like it should have still had the spooky eerie vibes about it and it didn't it was like cheesy and bright all and of tv when it we was were very younger. halloween town-esque right all of what was pg when we were children would have been PG-13 by today's standards. That's why. But even like whenever they were on the stage and performing, I'm like, what is this, a Broadway musical? Which my best friend Kristen, also from Silver Springs, loved it. But she loves musicals. You put a musical on, that girl will know all the songs by the end of it. And I was like, no, ma'am. It was not good. Shout out to Kristen. Yeah. Love you. We'll have you on the podcast too sometime soon. But I am um, funny. Yeah, she. I, t- I was telling Lauren, Kristen got a little butt hurt whenever I said, "You're the funniest person I know, Lauren." And Kristen is equally hilarious, and I know y'all both be best friends. So, well, because we both lo- probably love you, <laughs> I love you, so I'm assuming she loves you. Mm-hmm. So, birds of a feather flock together. together. Well, guys, I think that's a wrap. Yes, we look forward to y'all tuning in because next. Uh, right after this, yeah. we have a fantastic interview with Madeline Conroy. Mm-hmm. To, what yeah, to... she's a social media specialist for the Macrodosing podcast on, at Barstool Sports. Yeah, so she does all the Barstool Sports. I think she's a, uh, what's her actual title? Uh, social media specialist. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that's phenomenal for her. And yeah. so she's going to tell us why TikTok is the new Google. And we Mm -hmm. are so looking forward to sharing that interview with you coming up right after this. Yes. And if you haven't yet, subscribe. Leave us a review. Like us. A positive review or just don't listen. Listen, if you don't have anything nice to say, (laughs) don't say anything at all. But if you do, follow us on Instagram, Kitty Whispers Podcast, Twitter, Kitty Whispers Podcast, TikTok, Facebook, TikTok, all the things are Kitty Whispers Podcast. Meow, meow. Bye, bye. Yeah. So I am, I'm Madeline. Um, I work for Barstool and I um, am from Ohio. I'm 23. So I graduated from Miami May of last year. So May of 21. Um, And I've been working for Barstool ever since I graduated or since before that, I guess. Um, I work at Barstool as a social media specialist. So basically I run social media accounts for different brands here. 
which includes macrodosing, which is the main brand that I work on, which is how Sean connected with me. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I have an alias of Mad Dog on there. So uh, I work on different brands here. Um, and from Cleveland, I moved to New York. So I've just been like living here and taking it all in and being a like young post-grad and <laughs> trying to figure it out. Right. Are we not all trying to figure it out? Like, I would love to tell you that it gets better. It, <laughs> that part isn't, that isn't, okay. you know, honestly, honestly, it's very relieving because I'm, I'm trying to realize like, I'm never really going to have it all together as much as like, I like to put out into the world. No, no. <laughs> uh, literally like the, the way that we operate is like on the outside we look completely put together yeah. but then on the inside it's like did I turn off my straightener I actually talk to yeah. my therapist about that a lot I'm yeah. like visually I look put together on point right <laughs> right yeah it's kind of or like on Instagram I'm like I look like I have my shit business owner, all the things, everything is together but on the like inside it's like a fire like <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, that's okay yeah but I feel like honestly that's being a woman and being a professional woman right like we all kind of have that going on and I think that's kind of why we started just to tell you a little bit about us and why we mm -hmm. started this was we realized that yeah we look like we have our shit together in a lot of ways we do and then in other ways we are trying to figure it out just like everybody else so finding a community of people and other women and the same mindset is really was our yeah Cause it was kind of like, oh, you're kind of a shit show behind closed doors too. <laughs> <laughs> that was our like why we became so good like friends. Like we were like, oh, we're we're both shit shows. So. Yeah, perfect. I fit right in then. <laughs> Love it. And yeah, so you know, with me being a little bit older, I don't know if he sent you. Uh, I'm not older, older, but she made such a big deal about this guy I'm hooking up with. There's he just turned 24, and he's literally. A year older than you. Is that terrible? Is that terrible? He just had a birthday. He, you know, listen, he's no. a life is short. Exactly. I'll support it. But she loves to tell everyone. My boyfriend was eight years younger. Yeah. Well, oh, then you're fine. Yeah. It's it's fine. He's over 18. That's what matters. He's grown up. He can buy college. a bar. I like, think I, I mean, the young ones are just fine. They are fine. Oh, God. I won't know. If, I don't know if fun is the right word to describe them right now for me, but I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, like for you, they're your age, right? So like you're mm -hmm. having that struggle of like, this is where I'm at. Why are you not in this place? Or maybe you're just completely whatever's wrong with them. But then for me, I'm like, oh, great. You're younger. You're not going to have any unreasonable expectations and you're funner exactly. than people my age. Right. So right. there's no commitment required. None. Right. Yeah, we're in different, we're in different spaces. So that's kind of where we are as far as like who we are and why we are doing this. And uh, we obviously are big fans of Barstool mm -hmm. and there are some really crazy podcasts and things that you guys have on there. Yes. Yeah, as, yes, far there as, are. <laughs> as far as like the culture and like just being in the office of Barstool, I mean, do most of y'all office out of? the Barstool office or do you, are you a lot of you go or, from home or it's a pretty interesting office environment but again like it's one of those things my mom and dad are always like how do you work there and it's like I don't this is my only uh like adult job I've ever had so I don't really have like um a mindset of what it should be like to work in a corporate office like this is all I know so I'm just like rolling with the punches like I'm wearing leggings and tennis shoes and a 
gross t-shirt right now. Like I'm just rolling with it. And like, this is, I love it here and it's awesome. So I don't, I don't see anything crazy about it. But again, if you're like the outside looking in or like even my roommates or my friends from college, they're like, none of what you do is like a normal thing. So it's fun. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So I came from like an HR background. I mean, do y'all even have like an HR department? Yes, we have HR. Um, (laughs) I feel like I would be a great HR person there because I'm like the cool HR Yeah, she roll with the punches. Yeah, I don't really smoke this weekend. Just give me, let me know. I'll know. Right. Again, our HR is a little bit different than most companies. Like it's it's not um, like this person said something mean about me or whatever. Like that is the opposite of what HR would be here. Like our HR is more like dealing just with like people issues and contracts and stuff. Right. Um, Onboarding so, and yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a very small department, but it exists. I know it exists. I've had an email it before. Exists. So I, I, I know it exists somewhere. I don't know who they are, but they exist. <laughs> uh, they're the ones that do, I do insurance on my day job. And so uh, that's probably the ones that like send out the emails and all the things. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, we like it. Um, and they can be fun. We're fun. So. Oh, I'm sure they're fun. And you have to just kind of be fun to work here. Like if you're a stickler or like very boring, like you just kind of won't last here. Like yeah. you just won't like it. So it's, well, I feel it's like that's yeah. the expectation. Like if you're going to work for Barstool, you know what it is, you know what you're getting into. Like it's just kind of the expectation of. What would you say though, is like your most challenging part of your job, like for you with all of that and being a woman, I'm assuming in a, is it a male dominant office? Yeah. By the numbers. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact number breakdown. It's more women than people think I'll say that. Um, but it's, I, it's interesting. The women aspect of it is actually something I don't focus on that much. Um, which is weird because I'm the only girl on the podcast that I'm on. Um, but it's never really been an, issue for me here um I've always been one of those girls this is gonna sound so pick me and I don't mean it to be but like I've always been into sports I've always kind of been like I grew up around that environment I grew up around a lot of men and male figures so this isn't something that's so new to me um and I loved Barstool coming in so I knew what that would mean if I worked here um but so again it feels good that I feel like I'm bringing female energy to certain parts of this company that didn't have it before. Uh, But in terms of, do I feel like stifled as a woman here? Absolutely not. The hardest part of my job is honestly the comparison of it all. So obviously I work in the social media end of it. So obviously it's a lot of number oriented things that are going on in my day to day. Like, you know, this many followers, this many listens, this many likes on a TikTok or whatever. And it's very hard to not like look over to the person next to you and what their show and what shows they're working on and be like, well, they have more numbers than me on TikTok, but I get more podcast listens. So, you know, what does that mean in terms of my job? And will I get replaced? So there's a lot. And that's such a me thing. Um, It's not really like echo throughout the company, but it's it's definitely a me thing of trying to constantly compare myself to other podcasts or shows at the company. Um, so I would say that's the hardest part. That's normal. Yeah. I feel like that kind of speaks to your level of drive and like what you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. And we do that. Like, I mean, we don't feel as far as like, not with this, but just in our day to day of like not feeling competitive with 
other people so much as within ourselves. Like, what are we doing kind of thing, right? Yeah. Right. So- right. So that's like the hardest part for me. And for a while, like, so I've been here at the office for about a year and a half, give or take. And for the first like eight months ish, it was just constant imposter syndrome of like, these are people I have admired and been like idolizing for five years. And then I'm in the office with them and I'm working with them and next to them. And it's this weird, like, I am not special. Like I'm not a celebrity. I'm not anything like notable. Why am I here? Like, why do I get to be here? <laughs> but it's, and again, I've really like gotten better with it now as I've been here longer and kind of grown into my role, especially on macrodosing. Um, but it was definitely something in the beginning where I was like, this is not like, I am not good enough to work here and all this stuff. Luckily I've kind of grown out of that. And now it's more just like, I, I compare numbers. I like looking at that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I would say like, that's the hardest part of like the day to day. Yeah. That can be intimidating. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, um, you know, we feel that a lot. I feel mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. what? Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I think question that goes right on point. Yeah, this kind of falls in line with what we just asked. But just if you could go back and tell like your 18 year old self. Oh, God. Differently that would change, I guess, something that's taken place in your life today. Like what? I mean, it doesn't even have to be work related. It could be relationship related or school related. Um, I'll tell, so I went in, so I graduated from Miami with a journalism and entrepreneurship degree, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, is, is kind of what led me down this path, but I came into college as a finance major, um, mainly because my dad was like, you should be a finance major. And I was like, good. For okay. You. I'm, I'm a 17 year old girl, whatever. Like, I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life did not work out for me. Obviously I was, I quickly learned I was not meant to be in the financial world. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a lot of back and forth, uh, like with my parents and like, they did not support my decision at first. They were like, why do you think you're going to work at, like, I changed my major so I could work here. Like this was the end goal. And, um, so hitting your goals, right? So thank you. Yeah. Thank God it worked out, but (laughs) I changed my major solely so I could work here and they were like you're an insane person like so everyone wants to work at Barstool when they're 19 and also journalism like they had this whole notion like newspapers aren't a thing anymore what the hell are you gonna do with this degree and I was like there's more to it than that like I promise um so I would go back until my 18 year old self like you are right like you should be a journalism major it's all gonna work out like you are bad at finance that's okay (laughs) but you are not meant to be an accountant and that's and you're not going to work at Deloitte and that's okay but just you're right is because I just constantly doubted myself when I was 18 and like well freshman in college especially when I mean her and I talk about kind of the influence our parents have on us all the time and Mm -hmm. growing up and just our generation of parents like they in their minds, they're like, y'all can make money by literally staying home. And in right. their minds that you have to be in the office, like pushing papers, like working your ass off. And I'm like, no, I could literally go on OnlyFans and take one photo and make, <laughs> and, and make enough money for your, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so I think a lot of parents put pressure on their kids. Like you need to do this because this is the industry that's successful, but it's like a family right. day. 
That's right. A, I hated finance. I was horrible at finance. Yeah, no, not really good. Get that. I, I literally failed my first accounting exam my sophomore year of college and called my dad and I was like, I'm I'm switching majors. I am not meant for this. And he was like, you're well, insane. You and I was like, don't care. Drive. Like, like if you don't have that passion, like you're mm-hmm. not going to sit there and study that crap. Like, yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. Right. And that was the other thing was like, I knew I was bad at it. I didn't like it. I hate, like, I just, it was awful. So there was no reason for me to be like grinding for it. Again, I tried hard and, you know, I tried my best it just was not good enough I just wasn't it now because I worked in HR for 10 years before I was like this fucking sucks (laughs) yeah I I applaud myself on my foresight like from five years ago yes good thing you noticed like before you even like got out there and Mm -hmm. well and like for you she was in HR but she also was amazing at creating culture there right and she Mm -hmm. found her passion in those things in marketing. So now running a marketing firm, like yeah. she's was able to kind of deviate from the original plan. Mm-hmm. And then like, for me, like I have an insurance agency. Insurance is the last thing that excites me as far as like that goes. But what I found my passion in is I love helping businesses like help their employees and save for the bottom line and being the kind of strategic. And I like going and speaking with people. That part's great. All the rest of it, I like being able to be like, here you go. Like, hey, yeah. Pass it <laughs> off. yeah, I don't, you know, and I think really it's just kind of being able to develop from what your original thought is. So that's awesome that you were able to do that. So, yeah, thanks. sure. Yes. Um, um, another thing that I wanted to ask you, so getting, starting this podcast is, um, I mean, Lauren and I are active on social media, but I wouldn't say. Like when TikTok, became- like we don't have an OnlyFans yet, but like we're active. Okay, <laughs> neither do I. So, I, no, my question is like, I'm not super active on Twitter. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it's exhausting to maintain Instagram alone, and now it's like Twitter and Snapchat and TikTok, and I'm like, ugh. But mm-hmm. multiple social media platforms. Yes. And how vital are those? Like, yeah. Do you for think those are a like podcast success? Right. Yeah. So I, so I have kind of two trains of thought on it. One is yes, they're extremely vital. And I think with people my age, they are one of the only avenues that they find new media through. So even through me um, to find new podcasts, I'll find them on my TikTok for you page first. Like I literally can think of one or two that I just followed on TikTok that I. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they are extremely vital just because I think I, uh, I think they're like the TikTok is like the new form of Google in my opinion. And so I think there's a, um, a vital need for people to find things through TikTok on the other end of that though. Um, my podcast co-hosts both or the host both happen to have a strong following before the podcast started. So they have a like, audience that is predetermined that will most likely tune in anyways and there is also there's just like a level of loyalty there but I think now it's like you have to be on everything and I mean that's my job like that's literally my job yeah and you know like I go again yeah you said like multiple platforms every day like I go through and I rip five different social medias every day and post everything on um but again like it's now it's just kind of the trick of the trade. So I do think it's vital, especially if you're not someone who's has like an audience 
prior, I do think they're so important yeah. for everyone. And to be able to grow that. Yeah. 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 Thor is like that direction of things going. So like for you though, in your personal level of like your life and your things, are you on uh, any dating apps? Do you like play around with any of that kind of stuff? Yeah. Or, uh, or are you dating? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you have someone, did you find someone your age that's decent? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. So a yeah, lot of you do. Uh, I no. So a lot of the people who listen to my podcast think I am hooking up with pretty much everyone on it. Um, I'm not, I'm not hooking up with anyone on that podcast. No, I saw that in the comments and it's cause they're jealous. They want to hook up. With me, so. <laughs> yeah. No, so it's, it's very, it's a very odd dichotomy. Um, so I'm, I'm very single. I'll put that out there. I'm so the you most heard single. Your heart, she's single. Like she's yeah. not doing it. Yeah. I'm not secretly dating anyone. No. Um, and I kind of like play around on hinge every once in a while. I, I just like, don't care enough right now to like put my time and my effort into it and I'm and I wish I did like I wish I like went more casual dates and shit like that but I'm just too I'm like pulling the whole like I'm just too focused on my career card it's also like I just I just don't want to right now like I I'm really happy with where I'm at right now Um, like this is the first time in my cognitive life where I've been really happy being single like and I was never also like Again, Sean may know some things about me that <laughs> that are quite interesting, but I there are people that listen to my podcast. My the podcast that I'm on is 98% male. So, like um listeners. So, that comes with a level of intrigue in me, I would say is the word for it. Um and I've never been the type that garners a lot of male attention. Like I was a late bloomer in high school. I was never someone that had guys coming up to her at bars, just have never been like that person. Um, and now I have this group of people yeah. who are <laughs> interested in me and it's a very odd thing to break down. And um, the guys who host the podcast always like make fun of me and they're like, Oh, just another sip. I'm like, Oh, this is so odd. Um, but this is the first time in my life where I've actually been like, actively not wanting to date I also was in pretty um like two pretty serious relationships in college and the last one kind of didn't end well and so I that was like almost a year ago and so I'm like I'm just gonna wait this phase out um and so I've just been like and again I have yeah I've have I have enough like male friends for the first time in my life again working here kind of provides you with that and I have five guys that I work with on a podcast every day and this weird group of people on the internet who think I'm interesting and not weird, but weird. <laughs> and so I, I don't feel like I'm lacking male attention right now. Am I lacking romantic attention? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I don't, I like, I, I think growing up, I never had a ton of guy friends. And so I kind of just lacked that interaction altogether. And so I thought I could find it romantically and it would just, solve all my problems. Now that I kind of have that attention in a purely platonic and professional sense, I feel like very satisfied. I don't really yeah. have the need for a man right now. Also, like 23-year-old men in New York are not the like best crop of guys I've ever seen. So I'm going to just go on and say that 23-year-old guys everywhere is yeah. like, I'm picking. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. And like, again, all my guy friends are great and they're the like the best, but I'm very fine with, you know, hanging out and going home and that's about yeah. it. But yeah, I'm yeah. as single as single gets right now. Yeah. We have a lot of good guy friends that are exactly that. They're either in yeah. a relationship, married, like Sean is awesome. But like if we get the fulfillment of having that kind of platonic friendship without any of the pressure that that romantic side brings. I just don't, I just, I'm like so out on it right now and Hinge is awful and I, I just do not. I'm just not that type of, I've just like, I've never really been interested in, I don't know, like, like I've never gone out of my way to garner male attention in like that kind of romantic way. So I'm just going to like wait it out, see what happens. I also yeah. like, I, I work all the time. And You'll I don't in the industry and it'll happen effortlessly. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, so I'm not like looking right now. And um, I was, I was traveling this weekend with macrodosing and I was telling my friends when I got home and I was like, it's so nice because these guys, again, some of them are my age and some of them are a bit older and it's nice. I feel like completely protected by them. Mm -hmm. Um, Like one of them, one of the main hosts is a former NFL player. And so it's nice. Like he has my back in a way that, like he'll like a almost like a father figure or an older brother figure and all of them do honestly um and that's a really nice thing to have as someone who's kind of your boss but also kind of like your counterpart in a way um and so I know if and when a man comes into my life in a romantic way there are a lot of people that I think he'll have to impress or several bodyguards (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's a really nice feeling that I do feel like I have this level of protection with the male, men in my life right now, instead of being, mm-hmm. I feel like taken advantage of, which I feel like so many girls in my age are by like shitty men. And so I'm very grateful for the men, both my age and older that I have in my life right now, that mm-hmm. I do feel like have very good intentions and are looking out for me. And even the guys that I work on, work with, like on my podcast, like, have done so much for me personally and professionally. There just isn't this need for me to like go find a guy right now. Cause I'm like, all of the guys that I need are in my orbit. And again, are there any of them, my boyfriends? No, but I don't feel like I'm losing out on an experience because of that. Like I'm, I'm so much happier with where I am right now than I was in my past two relationships. And it's, uh, and it's so thousand, much easier to take. Yeah. A thousand. All that. Being able yeah. to see, like, our last episode actually was like, like on key is with this of being able to be happy, rather be alone, and then in a miserable or unhealthy, toxic situation, mm-hmm. right? Than being able to feel fulfilled from the good guys in your life who are just genuinely your friend and yeah. do care about you, mm-hmm. um, and being able to avoid those just. Yeah, the rest and we of even it. talked about how some of our guy friends have set the bar so high. That totally. If you come in my life and you're not there or exceeding it, then I have no point with you. And I'm not going to want no. you in my life either. So Right. And especially like um, I was telling my girlfriends this too. I was like, I, again, when another man comes into my life, who knows when that'll be, but it's, it's a, I think kind of a harrowing situation that I'm in right now for a guy to come in and be like, Oh, she's on a very successful podcast with a guy that 
so PFT is the main is one of the main hosts. Mm-hmm. He is pretty much a god to every 18 to 35 year old man in America who likes sports. Mm-hmm. And Arian Foster, who's a former pro bowling running pro bowl running back. For sure. And it and then it's like they have to like come into that space and be like, okay, well I have to up like I have to impress that. They need to be confident. Right. And, and it's, <laughs> and like, it's like, yeah. And then it's like I have all of these guys that I work with who I'm also impressed with on a daily basis because we all are here together and all of us kind of had the same vision for ourselves growing up and like for all of us to kind of achieve our goals together. And it's like, you're like some random dude like that works in banking. I'm like, cool, like good for you. But like I, boring. yeah, it's, it's finally in my life. Like I've, I've been very bad at like letting men into my life just because they've shown interest in me. Um, and I'm finally starting to like turn it around and be like, okay, but am I interested in them? And I think that's what's gotten in me into like sticky situations before of like, I kind of just start liking someone because they like me and I like the attention and it's like, but do you actually like them? And yeah. I've realized that in my last relationship, I don't think I actually like liked the person. I liked the attention kind of thing. I hope he doesn't listen the to this. consistency but... and the comfortability that you get from those situations, I think can carry you a long way. And then all of a sudden, or like where you think we were talking about earlier with your parents <laughs> and like social expectations of like, that's where you should be mm-hmm. or feel like that. And so you put that on yourself. I mean, Deidre and I are both in our thirties. I'm a single mom horrible past relationship and mm-hmm. she's in a point, you know, we're both successful in our professional life. I don't have time. Like we don't have time for that. Yeah. Like we're not, no, I don't, like, you know, it's not really the driving force mm-hmm. there of being able mm-hmm. to say, and that's was one of the reasons why I think like we did this was it was like, we want other women who are strong and confident and professional and successful to feel like, that's okay. You don't have to apologize for not fitting in the box. Right. 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 And I feel like right now I'm very lucky. All of my girlfriends besides one are not in relationships. So all of us are kind of in this point of our lives together where none of us are dating. None of us are really seeing anyone. So it kind of feels like you're kind of on this journey together where, you know, if all of my friends besides me were in a relationship, I might have a different mindset on it, but all of us right now are kind of in the same boat where we're like, we're all worrying about our, like, we're all worried about ourselves. We're all being selfish. All of us had boyfriends in college and then all of us broke up with them at the same time. So now we're all kind of like on this boat together of like, we're just going to like see it out and see what happens. But it is nice to kind of have that female backbone of like, we're all in this together. And it's not like, um, the lone you know, soldier out. It, like, I'm the lone soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, I have Lauren, obviously, which her situation is a little different than mine, but most of all my friends are married now with mm-hmm. children or something. So I do sometimes have like these little right. panic moments, but yeah. I mean, at the same time, they're constantly texting me saying, I'm so jealous of like what you get to do and yeah. things you have going on. And I'm like, I mean, okay. In a couple of years, <laughs> right. you can the baby out and yeah. you'll be fine like that's really i made the mistake of dating athletes in college and into my okay. life and so that's why we're here <laughs> yeah no i i am very like content i'm like god it takes so much effort to date especially as an adult like so it is a lot and i don't I'm, I'm lazy like i'm too lazy for it to be completely honest like 
And I just I don't want to. Why so many single people don't get in relationships or get married till way later? Because we're all like, unless you're just fit into what I got going on, I'm not going to change my routine for you. And so. Well, and then you do like for me, I didn't let anybody in. I was completely satisfied after the girl's dad finally did. And he was a sociopath. So then I was like, well, this isn't working for me. I'm going to go back to like, not, this is my circle. This is mm -hmm. where we are. And it's kind of reason why we asked about like dating apps. Like for me, it feels like a job interview. Like how many times, and can you say, how do you day today? What are you doing this weekend? Like it's yeah. so exhausting. What's your favorite? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm out on it until further notice. <laughs> Good, Good for, for you. you. <laughs> um, Lauren, you wanted to ask her about. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm really into like astrology and crystal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love all those things. Right. I just don't know a ton about like I still Google most everything. Lauren or I'll ask Or she Lauren. Googles me. I'll she be like, like Googles Lauren. So like, <laughs> yeah. So. So for people who don't know or don't know me, which I'm assuming is most people, I um, have said on my podcast before that I'm interested in astrology and crystals. I did not think that would get taken out of hand as much as it did. I have guys in my DMs every day like yelling at me because I said I don't like Aries men, which I don't, and I stand by that take. So whatever. I support and you. Thank support you. <laughs> um, what are you? I'm a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. See, I do. I get along with uh, really well. She does. She's a Pisces. A so Pisces. we all, we. My, roommate's, my best friend is a Pisces. Done. <laughs> literally done. Yes. Um, yeah. But I, I literally just said one time on the podcast, like that I know, again, I feel like you're, if you're a girl, you're just like indoctrinated with knowing some things about it. I am not deep into it. I don't know a ton about it, but I know enough to like hold a semi friendly conversation about it. These freaking macrodosing listeners up and ran with it and I was like okay chill on it and I think every <laughs> Aries man that listens right. every Aries man that listened to the podcast got so mad at me and I was like then look in the mirror because it's your fault I don't know like you suck yeah. I love some Aries do I ever want to sleep with them or date them like and like my brother and my dad are both Aries yeah. men and I'm like look not all of them are bad I never want to touch one romantically ever 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 again but yeah so like that's me with Gemini's, like um, okay. not the flow, right? And right. he's like, I don't believe in any of those things. And he, but then like literally verbatim out of his mouth was like, like if you were gonna take a profile of what an Aries man looked like, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So people, and I think again, me being the only girl on a podcast that it's primarily male listeners and it's all male co-hosts, I do get, I don't like show a lot of feminine energy and again sean can chime in and say i'm wrong and i probably am but like i try not to like get too girly girly on it because i know no one cares you but, do you do you <laughs> i i like said that one thing and i just like didn't think it would get, get taken that far and then the crystals thing again i don't know i know way less about crystals than i do about astrology i love the idea of crystals and i love you know whatever like i my favorite crystal is carnelian. I have two carnelian rings on me at all times. I love that. Um, 
literally like literally carnelian ring change my life but we'll get into some of that but one of our little friendship you can't see it but like it has it in there yeah but again like i i know very little about it and then it's one of those things right now yeah it gets taken out of hand and i'm like okay oh i don't know but it's it's one of those things where it's like i'm interested in it from kind of afar and my, my roommate's really interested in it so i've kind of leaked like some information just from what she talks about um but yeah it is like one of those weird things where some things I say on that podcast get ripped a new one on like the internet and I'm like I don't think about what I say on that show I have no filter (laughs) and our our episodes are about four hours long each week I saw that I was like holy yeah macro that's that's significant. So, we listened, but and we when we've we've listened along the way, and so whenever Sean brought you to the table, it was like, yes, totally all the things. Four hours is like a long time. And I get that, but it's like there are a lot of things that are said in four hours, and not all of them are smart and not all of them are real. And like sometimes things slip out of my mouth when I'm sitting there for four hours, and it's like my brain is dried up by the end of all of it. Um <laughs> But and sometimes things like slip through the cracks, and I definitely feel the heat for it on like Twitter and Instagram or whatever. But it is funny, like what things get picked up and ran with. And like every night before a new episode comes out, I'm always like, Oh, did I say anything that can be like taken out of context? Or like, did I say anything dumb? And I do a lot of the times say dumb things. And um, again, I like did not come into this job thinking I would be on camera or have a um any sort of following that I do, which I'm not saying I have a large one, but like there are people who know who I am now. And that is a very odd thing to come to terms with. And I did not know that coming to this job. And so it's one of those things I've just kind of been like learning on the go. And it's like, Madeline, shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, <laughs> shut up. I think we can relate. We We're going to have to yeah. learn that too. Yeah. Our first- it's hard. I think I say a lot of offensive things. We we both uh, try and strive to be our most authentic versions of ourselves. And with that being said, we also just told you that we're a complete shit show at times. And so that is what comes through our first episode ever. We popped a bottle of Prosecco and then popped like multiple miniature. And by the end of it, we shared so so many (laughs) things that we decided to take that and cut it down. And those be our little like, what do you call them? Teasers. Teasers because can't put some of those things out there around one. Like, yeah. Funny. It was a mute. It was I mean, really us. fun. That's the thing is like, I think when it's you, you yeah. your friends, like that's what y'all do. That's what y'all talk about. When you listen, when you can listen back, then you're like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like over the, over the weekend, we recorded a drunk podcast in a waffle house, which is an odd sentence to say out loud. But thank God I did not have my own mic and I had to share a mic because <laughs> I don't want to know what stupid shit would kind of come out of my mouth. Uh, I was and again was not sober and in a Waffle House in the middle of Tennessee like I don't need to know what I would have said so I'm from what I remember I don't think I said much it comes out on like Thursday so we'll see but I'm too busy eating I would have started talking (laughs) in a like stronger southern accent than I already do like playing it up and you know it's yeah it's I don't need I don't remember and I don't want to remember (laughs) 
<laughs> that's so great. Well, um, yes. And as far as everything else, you're probably the female and that's why it gets picked up and crystals and birthdays for me. Like it's not something that I have as my driving force in life. I do avoid Gemini's now for certain reasons. Uh, <laughs> and I avoid your uh, and not friends, but others and, you know, little things like that. But, you know, if the moon controls the ocean, I totally believe in that's what I said. And Mercury they don't get it. They don't get it. How do you not? Um, so do you travel a lot kind of right for kind of, yeah, I'm starting, we're starting to kind of get into that more with my job, which is fine. That's fine. Do you have any other really good like hobbies or anything you're into right now? I, so I don't know if this is even considered a hobby. I've learned that I don't have a lot of hobbies as I've graduated college. Um, I go to cycle bar every morning, which is like my sanity. Um, so it's like a spin class I go to every morning and it is the reason that I deem I have my life together in some aspect, which I don't, but I go to it every single morning and it's like my literal saving grace, like every day I've been doing it for years and I, and I love it. And it's like the only thing that I can do that like I enjoy working out and so it is it doesn't sound like a hobby because it's like working out but no working out for sure a hobby cycle is cycles intense good I love it I feel like it makes my like and the you get used to it I've been doing it I've been doing it off and on I've been doing consistently in New York for about a year but I've been doing it for like four years now what time do you go do you go like super early I go like 7 a.m so you go seven and then what, when do you have to be in the office? So we don't have a certain time to be in the office, which is a very nice thing for someone like me that is very not good at schedules. Um, but yeah, I, I get back, it's like a seven to seven forty-five class and I get back at eight and then I kind of get ready and go to work from there. Um, so luckily I don't have to be in here like right at nine. Um, so I, I don't have to like, adhere to a strict schedule unless I had like a meeting or something but I, I usually yeah. don't. If I had to be there at like six I'd be like eh. no I mean the cycle class if I had to do like a six cycle class I've done like a couple and it's very hard um a seven is pretty much the earliest you can get me out of bed on like a consistent basis and I it's again one of the driving factors is that it charges you if you book it and don't go so I'm like Okay, Madeline, you don't want to pay 15 bucks. Like, come on, oh, let's go. That's yeah, that's annoying. We both, not together, but we used to do CrossFit and like be really into it. Yeah. And it was, and as my schedule, I'd have to go to the 5.30 or 6 a.m. class. And it was, oh, I hated it. It was like yeah, a no. flag. Um, but it was the same way it would charge me. So then I was like, I have, I have to go. Like, I have yeah. to go. It like, it's the only thing that like wakes me up in the morning. So I, I'm like, Okay, I have to do it. <laughs> awesome though. Yeah. Get your day. Started. That also probably helps. Like we were talking about, like the romantic side of, like you know, for me, I was like, I don't need sex. I work out all the time. <laughs> so yeah, and it's and now that I go to these every morning, it's like, well, I could never like sleep at a boy's apartment because then I couldn't make it to cycle bar on time. Like, yeah, obviously, right. sometimes or, like, like anything like that. I, like, well, and I'm really picky about my sleeping quarters. Like. If it's not clean, I'm convinced I have the most comfortable bed in the world. And yeah. I tell other people that. And so I'm not sleeping at your house. You can. So. Oh, see, the bad part about me is I'll fall asleep absolutely anywhere. I wish I was that way. I wish well, I could it's such a, It's my one vice in life. I don't do drugs. I don't drink that much. But like, I will fall asleep in any situation. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I just, it's my one thing. It, it starts my routine off every day. And like, 
again, since becoming like a quote unquote adult, I've had to like kind of change my entire, you know, day to day routine. And that's kind of been like the driving force of like, this starts my whole entire day off. And if I don't go to it, then my whole day is off. So it's nice. Love well, that. that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, so as far like as you go through all these things, and I guess Sean, I mentioned that you really are into oh yeah, gas stations, gas stations and rest stops. Have you yeah. been to Bucky's? Have you, yeah, have you been to a Bucky's? No, I've never been to Texas. And I what? know, I know, I can't oh, say I like feel like the greatest state. I know, I feel like I can't it. say that I'm like super Why? into rest stops yeah. until I've been to a Bucky's. I I think there's a trip in the works for me to go to not me for all of macrodosing to go to Texas in like December ish time. So uh, I'm better if, let us know because yeah. one want to hang out. Let us know. <laughs> Two, you're gonna need to go to a Bucky's. Well, and we'll know, know. things. Yeah, we'll point you. Just let us even if we don't like connect like in physical form. Let us know in and we'll physical form. physical form. I, I will. Want- physical form. I want to too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, the, the moment I step in tech to the state of Texas, I will go to a Bucky's. I just haven't, there's never been a reason for me to go to Texas. Now there is. Arian Foster lives in, in Houston. If we're going down there at some point and the first thing I do will be to go to a Bucky's, but I do, I love, I love rest stops. I love, I love like turnpike freeway rest stops. It's my top three, my favorite places in the world. I I don't know when it started. It's been like that for as long as I can remember. And it's like one of my very weird quirks in life. Um, I have like three places like that that are my go-to like favorite places in the world. And my rest stops are on that list. So whenever I'm in Ohio um, along our like east to west freeway, about like every 50 miles or 20 miles, there's a rest stop. And I love them. And I don't know why. It almost feels like they're glitches in the matrix. Like they're almost a timeless place. Yes. And I, I, there is just something, and they're the best people watching in the world. They're That's the best true. people watching in the world. You don't know, like, where are these people coming from? Are they real? Where like, are they going? What's happening? Where are they going? Why are they wearing that? Like, I love them. I, I've always where loved them. And yeah, where are your shoes? Why do you have so many children? Like, it's all these weird, <laughs> it's all these weird questions you can ask. And I have always loved them. Like, and my parents know, like, everyone in like my, my personal life knows about it and knows about this weird quirk I have. Every time I go to one, I take a picture at one. It's just what I do. And it's weird. Do you have an Instagram page for just your rest, rest stop pics? I don't because I don't now because so that's okay. Also one of the other reasons that they're so special to me is because they, I didn't get to go to them that often. Um, Cause the, the way Ohio is set up, they were only East to West. And usually when you're traveling in Ohio, if you're going from major city to major city, you're going North to South. Mm-hmm. So I never was really like going to them. And now that I live in New York, I don't have a car. Right. And yeah. if I go home, I'm flying because of That's no car. Right. So you're so not, not getting a lot of time at a rest I'm not stop. getting a ton of rest stop time. And in college, um, <laughs> I rest stop we're time. literally talking about rest stop um, time. Well, I'm <laughs> telling you, Bucky's is going to be a game changer. When I was growing up, I was the kid that made all my parents stop at the rest stop so I could get a map. I wanted a map of every state that I went to. That was mm-hmm. the thing. So that I tell you. sounds terrible. I just wanted it. Yeah. Back when, no. back when I was a kid, we back didn't have such a Back when we didn't have <laughs> No, I, I have seen a lot of Bucky's content. I've taken it all in. Erin has told me about Bucky's. So it's it's not an if, it's a win. 
but I will be down there eventually. Yes. And I will, I will see a Bucky's in my, in my real life. And I'm so excited yeah. for it, but I just haven't been yet. Yeah. He will take you. No, they have them like, well, they have some on the thoroughfare, like Galveston area has yeah. one. Then you have one on 45. She don't know any of that. Yeah. There's about six or seven just on the main roads going in and out of Houston. And then they're popping up little neighborhood ones too. Like in Pearland, there's a neighborhood one. Yeah. <laughs> if Arian doesn't have a good one, I have a good one. Yeah. 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 Arian has a car. And right. so I'm going to make him take me. Yeah. So that's just the end of it. I have a driver's license. I'll take his car. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's super great. Well, I love that for you. I love yes. that journey for you. Um, Thank you. Great. And you're going to love it. And those yeah. yogurt covered pretzels and all the things that you could ever possibly imagine. They have like a whole food bar. It's, it's game changer. Yeah. It really is. Um, so one of the things that we yeah. do and kind of wrap up our time is we have a jerk of the week. Love. And, I love being a hater. And the jerk We're of the week. We're going to let you pick. Yeah, it can be anyone or anything from it's been Deidre's dog. Mm -hmm. It's been an NFL football player that was disgusting in college. Ew. Got it. <laughs> That'll be on episode two. <laughs> yeah. Got it. That one. Uh, and uh Anyway, so if you would like to pick our jerk of the week, this one's on you, girl. Huh. Okay, I'll pick one. I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, there has been a lot of discourse in the macrodosing world lately and in my Instagram comments about me, again, dating certain people on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's really annoying. And I don't like it because, one, like, you're jealous. Two... It's, it's a weird thing that you're in my Instagram comments over it because I'm not like, one, I'm not famous. Two, I don't have enough Instagram followers for me to like get drowned out. Like I don't get that many comments on my posts. I'm seeing everything. So for you to be like, blah, 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 you know, I'm going to see it. And so don't comment that I'm saying I'm fucking my coworkers. Like yeah. fuck off. And, and yeah, like, and why are they going out of their way to go onto your post to make these comments just to be, uh, when I was called it haterate, like they're just totally. Sick. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's such a weird thing. And it's like, it's not just with one person. It's with like multiple people. And it's like, pick your poison of the day. Like I, if I laugh at someone's joke on the podcast, I'm automatically dating them. And it's like, Oh my God. No, I'm not. And again, like a lot of the people that I co-host with, um keep their private lights private mm -hmm. and I respect them for that mm -hmm. and there's like reason for that and it's like because of things like this um and again like I I now get like a peek into that what that private life is and it's like I see why they would want to keep like their private life private because of things like this and like I wouldn't want to be brought into that um if I were someone in their like tertiary life and so if you're Tell, if you're commenting on my Instagram telling me that I'm having sex with my coworkers, please refrain and stop being a dick because I'm not. And it's annoying. and It's been bothering me a lot in the past couple of days. Okay. So uh, we're going to say jerk of the week on this week's episode of Kitty Whispers is like uh, dickhead keyboard warriors, right? Keyboard warriors, little like incel warriors. Yes. And yeah. you know what? One day they're going to be commenting on your co-host or whatever. And they're gonna be like, "Oh, he must be into her," you know. Yeah, it's the tables will turn eventually. Right, and I'm, I'm. It's because it's the only thing. girl. That's the only reason they're targeting you. I know, I know, and it's like, you know what? 
you have fun with that. Like, I'll see you never. Yeah, we all get banged this weekend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wish, and you know what? If I was, it would be so juicy and so awesome, like, for drama. Yeah. Why would I keep that in? Exactly. A thousand percent. And also, Barstool is known for, like, people not keeping that a secret if they're having sex with their coworkers, which is fine. I do have to say, and I don't even know who's, this is a small caveat that was not on the list, but um, there was a thing that was shared on the Barstool's uh, Instagram page, and it was about a guy, I forget who it was, what the podcast was, but a girl wrote in and said, what should I do that's special for my boyfriend for his birthday? Did you see that one? Oh, God, probably. There's so much that the goes most on at this company. David Blowjob. Oh, my God. Oh, the content. It was. Oh, so, it was one of the podcasts. Yeah, it was one of the podcasts. It was so graphic that I was like, you 100% have done that yourself. Like, that's the only. Oh, really? like, I mean, that's what you know what you're you're talking about yeah some of them get wild if you were doing that don't you think we'd talk about it like don't you think i'd mention it or don't you think i would do like i like i don't know like i'm not that smart i'm not that i couldn't hide things like that yeah nor would i like it blows my mind that people think that and again like some of my friends date people who work here i love that for them but like they aren't co-hosts on shows together and it's like back off and it's like again it's like your misogyny is showing like shut up like just because i'm the only girl in the podcast it doesn't mean i'm being like thrown around it's because you're the only girl that's all it is yeah you're the only vagina in the room so right so that's my that's my jerk of the week i'll give i'll give that to them they get that like it they love it one and um and then we're gonna wrap it with the positive thing for the week so i guess this one is like don't let outside influences and other people kind of yeah change your what you do you girl right like Mm -hmm. literally yeah like Um, i yeah don't let comments get to you that's what i've had to learn also tell our listeners kind of where they can find you on social media well you can find me at um my instagram is madeline conroy just my name um my twitter is mad conroy nine and my podcast is macrodosing pod on everything please follow that that's more important to me than anything (laughs) <laughs> um on every social media imaginable so yeah that's awesome that's me awesome well we're a fan of macrodosing and of you you're a doll i'm a fan of you guys thank you so much for coming on and sharing yes. this past hour with us so thanks for having me this is awesome. we go to bucky's let's do that so yeah i'm getting no, by I'm the end of 2023, or by the end of 2022 i'm there i, I need to get there we will drive to Houston and take you to Bucky's ourselves if we need to. Perfect. Um, Perfect. I know. Arian has made a pro- promise that we can come to Texas. So I'm hoping he keeps that and I'm hoping I get to go to a Bucky's out of it. Aww. Well, fun. Well, Yay. thank you for joining Kitty Whispers. Yes. Thanks, guys. Well, have a good rest of the evening. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.